0: grassroots levels with world cup and european championship experience hello and welcome to another edition of the leader manager coach podcast it's rob riles welcoming you along and i hope we're going to fill your boots and fill your life with wisdom and knowledge and some inspiration on your own journey whether that be in a coaching capacity a management capacity or a leadership capacity Today's episode is episode 11 in the series on Leo Tolstoy's coaching wisdom. So I'm going to get straight into it and work through the quite significant <coughs> excuse me, the quite significant number of coaching, leadership, management points that Leo Tolstoy espoused over his over his lifetime that's been distilled. Okay, number 1, self-knowledge. The journey always begins with self-knowledge. And I say this from experience, and I'm sure many of you will recognize it too. Stephen Covey, in his book, um, The Seven Habits, talks about a group of people charging through a jungle and chopping and using machetes and carving their way through a jungle. And then somebody decides to get a ladder and climb the highest tree after three weeks and shouts down once they get to the top of the ladder, wrong jungle. And that resonates quite powerfully because how many times have we embarked on something and realized maybe it's not for us, it's not about us, it's not on our path, and we're not that great at it and actually we're not even interested in it, but we're doing it for other reasons. Now, please don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about giving your job up tomorrow, unless you think that's the appropriate thing to do. But self knowledge is where it begins. I was listening to a great guy called Kevin Whelan, who was talk, talking about business and, and and development, and and it's you know you might think he's going to be talking about finances and strategies and sales and all the rest of it no he begins and talks about understanding yourself and your own why and who you are what your strengths are and what you are all about so Leo Tolstoy says the same thing and for a great coach a great manager you have to know yourself if you don't know yourself then I think there will be a big hole in your ability to influence that leads on to number two. Number two, be real. Don't try and be something you're not. Just be your real self. And the people who you influence will be influenced for the right reasons. And your life will be richer for it. Number three, Tolstoy espouses us to listen to our conscience. And when we have a decision to make, when we are in the ballpark of no, of understanding and questioning, which we often are, this way, that way, or the other way. These words, those words, what do I do, what do I say? Tolstoy advises us to listen to our conscience. Number four, remember the power of your tongue and your words. They can create your world, create your circumstances, and change your life but also remember that you do not have to speak. In fact, if you speak too much, it will be to your own detriment. I think it was Shakespeare who said something along the many, many thousands and millions of things that he said or wrote, thou, pre- thou protesteth too much. And uh, as Keith Mayer talks about very often, you know, it's not what we say often It's what we don't say. So remember the great power in your own words and the creation of your own rhetoric. Next one, number five. I'm going to lose track of numbers here, but next one. Control the quality of your thought. I was listening to somebody who I have a great respect for the other day and they were saying, well, if I had my time again in every hour, I would spend 59 minutes thinking and one minute doing. Now maybe he's exaggerating, but I think we get the point. We have this all powerful, amazing, almost unintelligible, unknown capacity in our brain and our mind, and yet we don't use it to what we could do. So maybe we need to spend more time thinking and working out, mentally and cognitively and then put that into action so change the ratio of our thoughts and our deeds it's not saying don't act it's saying get it into the right proportion that's what Tolstoy is telling us we've said this one before but it's worth remembering again memento mori the time is now there is nothing more powerful in fact There is nothing else apart from the present moment. I am sitting here now recording this podcast and I could have put it off until tomorrow, but if I hadn't done it now and I wasn't doing it now, it would be of no use. So it always has to be now. So whatever it is you're doing, whether you feel like it or not, the only moment you have is the one you have right now. And the quality of your life will be determined by the quality of the now. And as we all know, the now moments are not always in our control, but our perception of them is in our control. But we only have now. So it's it's something that Tolstoy reminds us and many great thought leaders do, too. Humility, the next one, humility. Ego, as Ryan Holiday talks about, and overconfidence and brashness puts people off remember our own humility. Um, a little story. I was invited by somebody to come to be with a group of young people, young players, in what you'd call a grassroots setting here in Bangladesh. And I agreed to go, and I went on a, on a giving policy. In the fact that I was going, I was gonna give half a day, and I was gonna enjoy it. I was not going to ask for anything in return. I didn't want anything in return. And the guy said, Oh, I want your CV and I want to know who you are. And I want to tell everybody how great you are and what you've done. And I said, listen, this is not about me. This is about the young players and the kids. And I'm not telling you that to give you an example of my own humility. What I'm saying is, is that I got out of that experience so much that I couldn't even put a price on it so it's just understanding that what it's really about is it about somebody saying all great things about you to make you feel good or is it about you being the real you and giving yourself to a situation or to other people? and letting the consequences take care of themselves? i let you answer that question, but gratification and glory and all the great feelings and endorphins that come from all the thousands of likes and followers you have on social media, fall away and are absolutely minuscule compared to one single eye-to-eye contact relationship that you could have with a young person who smiles and without saying one word reaches across the the millennia of humanity and says, we are on the same page. Next one, belief. I was reading an article on the coach's voice on the great website. Can't recommend it enough for anybody who's into their football coaching. And one of the managers on there talked about the absolute fundamental importance of having your own philosophy, but standing by your philosophy because you believe in it. You will only stand by it if you believe in it. If you don't believe in it, then the opinion of others will sway you. But if you do believe in it, nobody, but nobody, but nobody will persuade you otherwise unless it's a great mentor that you think you need to put your ego on on the shelf and listen to somebody who is worth listening to but I think you get the point next one knowledge Tolstoy even said this hundreds of years ago the world is awash with knowledge my 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 what what does he think now or what would he think now in terms of what is out there you know, and it's not about how much, what is it about? Tolstoy tells us it's about the quality of the knowledge. You know, if, if if we were on a mission and we were on a mission to take a rocket to the moon, do we want 10 skyscraper buildings full of information and knowledge about rocket ships? Or do we want one cardboard box full of the exact specific cutting edge 21st century knowledge that works. I think it's about the knowledge and the quality. Maybe we can say that about our relationships. Next one. No man is an island. What's bad for the hive or what's bad for the bee is bad for the hive you know and we live in a world sometimes where we fight and push and scrape and barge and and elevate ourselves at, at the expense of others sometimes and um at the end of the day yes there are hierarchies yes there are social structures and yes there are power situations we recognize that it's been going on for hundreds and thousands of years but we have to remember that we are all one and a destruction of one person does not do the rest of humanity as a whole good. It's a discussion. I know I'm not standing here as a moral person saying this should be and that should be, but Tolstoy reminds us that we are all one. So by helping another, we help ourselves. forget yourself. Tolstoy reminds us that we should put ourselves second in order to help another and the rewards that will come our way will just flow and flow and flow and flow. It happened to me when I went and on the grassroots and endeavour and met loads of people and kids and watched and chatted and facilitated and cajoled and just enjoyed the experience and My returns from that were a thousandfold. And hopefully the kids who were involved got something out of it as well. Tall Story reminds us of something that Gandhi said. If If you want to change something, be the change. Don't stand there and expect and shout other people to change when you don't do it yourself. I see it all the time in coaches. I see it all the time. Everywhere that we all expect other people to do things that we are often not expected to do ourselves. So, you know, when I'm coaching, I, I pick the cones up. I help with the water. You know, it's life. It's just doing the basics and it's good leadership. Next one, live your life like a prayer i could probably do a whole podcast on this and people somebody's probably written a whole book on it but living your life as a prayer look i don't think he means it as a religious maxim i think he is advising us as coaches as leaders as managers to do everything in the most beautiful magnificent way we possibly can to be the very best we can in every single moment yes he is setting us a standard as we all set our own standards you know how good can i be today can i be the very 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 best football manager the very best swimming coach the very best athletics manager and very best mum, dad parent grandmother business leader financier possible and can I tap into the great sources that I have in my mind, my body, my knowledge, my 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 intuition, my everything that I've been given and afforded and luxuriated with? And can I do the best and share it? I think that is what Tolstoy is saying. But it's a beautiful phrase: live your life like a prayer. You know, and um, it's just giving us a something to hang our hat on. So be the best coach you can be and live your life like a prayer. Be a great supporter. You know, we all have roles in life. And yes, our egos drive us. We all want to be number one. We all want to be boss. We want to be the best. The one. And Ryan Holiday and the Stoics will tell us that we can't. There's only one emperor of Rome. There is only one Prime Minister of Bangladesh there is only one head coach there's also only one of you and at times we have to play the role of supporter we have to be the one who stands on a balcony and applauds the one who stands behind and whispers in the ear the one who cleans up sweeps the sheds as the All Blacks say the one who does all the work behind. Henry the Janitor. There was a great, a great kids program when I was growing up. I'd love to watch it and maybe I'll look it up. Maybe it's on YouTube. It was called Hong Kong Fui. Some of you will remember it, some of you won't. And I'm sure if I remember correctly that there was this cartoon character called Hong Kong Fooey. who was basically a bit of a blustering buffoon. And he kind of put himself forward and he was a likeable character and he put himself forward as the great I am. The great achiever, the the king of the castle, the the number one. And he ended up in all kinds of scrapes and black holes. And behind it all was the simple cleaner, Henry the janitor, who cleaned up all the mess and uh, made sure it all went well. Maybe I'm not quite right with the detail, but I think you get the message. Understand. I mean, this is amazing stuff that Tolstoy's talking about hundreds of years ago. But as Ryan Holiday talks about when he when he discusses the great stoic philosophies, look, nothing's changed for thousands of years. The same arguments, the same thought processes, the same discussions, the same challenges existed in societies that have gone before. You know, and it's another reminder that we should remember that we are just a a speck of protoplasm in this great story of humanity and let's get ourselves into true and real perspective so understanding our rights and responsibilities I think the world and maybe you'll agree maybe you won't has got its rights and responsibilities a little bit mixed up sometimes you know it's easy to to talk about responsibilities when you are struggling to find money and food. I suppose it's difficult to talk about rights or you know, get the balance of rights and responsibilities when you're under stress. But I think understanding rights and responsibilities is fundamental to societal success and organizational success and individual happiness and progress. We've got these things that we all have rights to things, but we don't need to pay attention to responsibilities. My great friend back in the UK, who I love dearly, who is a great teacher of uh, medical students, he talks about that relatives of ill people talk all the time about, in the UK, talk often about their rights I am a resident of this country and I have my rights and you need to do this for me and you have to do that for me. And I am uh, in a situation where I can demand this and that. Well, in reality, all we really have are responsibilities because those responsibilities are in our control and we can deal with our responsibilities. We can accept our responsibilities and we can do something with them. Rights can be given or demanded and so I'm not sure they're in our control. So if we are following the, going a little stage deeper and following a philosophy that the Stoics talked about, deal and what St. Francis of Assisi talked about, deal with what's in your control and let the things that are not in your control take care of themselves. Tolstoy, I think, is saying the same thing. Last two, two to go. Number one, time. Who are you spending time with? You know, they say you will be the aggregate or the average of the five people you spend the most time with in your life. So if you spend time with people who are always complaining or moaning, who are a little clod, of complaints about itches and rashes, ra- rashes rashes and mosquito bites and little things that irritate them and complain you are likely to take on some of those characteristics so remember who you spend your time with and here in Bangladesh we have spent many 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 hours trying to actually facilitate the process to get to the point where we want to spend our to get to the point of being able to do what we want to do, which is spend time with players. Because spending time with players is where it's at as a coach. And one of the great things about being out here, as I talked about on a video, uh, which is on the hour gate on the uh, edge of play platform, is the absolute blessing here compared to England of being able to spend hours and hours on the grass with players. Because we have that facility and that ability here, which is a great thing and where do you spend your time because your rewards and your fruits will come from where you spend your time and who you spend your time with. So think about it carefully and make good decisions, says Tolstoy. And the last one, as the Tao talks about, Tolstoy also reminds us, be like water. Water is refreshing. Water is soft, but it wears away rock and it forms glaciers and changes the planet. It fills our oceans and it's what we are made of, but it is also throwaway, yet it is ultimately powerful. How long would we be before we started to panic? and cry and be desperate and close to death without water. Be like water, be humble, go to the lowest place, because water always goes naturally to the lowest place and lies and settles quietly. Yet it feeds the whole of the world and provides the basis along with all the other necessary nutrients and oxygen and all the rest of it for the planet to be but it doesn't complain and it doesn't rattle. It just b- bubbles along in a, in a brook somewhere and makes you feel happy. So as to- Tolstoy says, maybe we can take a few lessons from being a little bit like water. I hope it's not too philosophical, but I think there's some great things in there that you can apply to life. And maybe one of those things will just help you to, uh, to move on and uh, inspire you to read something deeper. Or put it into practice in your own uh, in your own world, your own niche, and uh, move your world forward and help other people. It's leader, manager, coach. It's Rob Riles. Catch me on usual social media. Let me know what you think. That's um, great to chat. All right, catch you later. Bye bye.